The Chinese Year of the Black Milkshake. A very warm welcome to the show, Total Destruction. Well, welcome to the show, Total Destruction. That's Total T O E T A L Destruction. Now, Ben is a very special guest to uh, Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast because he's actually a world champion. Would you like to tell us what it is actually that you're a world champion at? I would indeed. I am a world champion at toe wrestling, would you believe? Toe wrestling? Now, I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who haven't got a clue what toe wrestling is. So could you please explain the basics for us, Ben? Yeah, sure. So toe wrestling um, is the same concept as arm wrestling. However, you use your feet. So um, the event happens. Uh, there's only a world championship currently, so it happens uh, every every August. And basically, you lock toes on the toadium. Um, that's where the, the battle happens um, on the toadium. And uh, it's best of three. You start on your right foot, and you obviously, like I say, go best of three. So you do essentially two on your right if, you, if it ends up being one all and stuff like that. And that's really it. It's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. But obviously, uh, you know, it's uh, it's also quite a big um, thing. You have to do quite a few events, quite a few uh, lead-ups towards getting to the final. If you get to the final, lucky enough to do that. So, yeah, that's that's sort of basically it, really. <laughs> right. So how long does a bout last for? Right. So very, it's very hard to say. So in my – I've been in four finals, and uh, the, the, the fourth one I actually won. Um, but – in the two finals before that, the the whole final lasted thirteen seconds, and I lost. Right. So about can last whatever, however long it takes, however much strength you've got, however long you can hold on for, and all that sort of uh, good mm-hmm. stuff. However, the final between me and Alan this, uh, last year, should I say now, um, the the actual final bout lasted a roughly twenty five minutes, and I broke his toes. Woo. Wow, <laughs> I was I was going to ask. There must be some serious injuries that you can get there. Yeah, well, I, I try and make the injuries to other people, mate. Being honest with you, um, so I I know that Alan's um, who who is the seventeen-time world champion, um, and also he's the most decorated champion in British history. He's broken, I think, every single one of his toes toe wrestling, um, and I was lucky enough to break one last year. So oh, I feel well. quite proud of that. Not only beating him, but breaking his When you're talking about this is Alan Nasty Nash, isn't it? Correct. Yes, yes. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say he's the most decorated champion in British history, is that in all sporting history or, or is that just in toe wrestling? Uh, well, it's in both. So in toe wrestling and oh. in all sporting history, the only person second down for me is Phil the Power Taylor. So <laughs> he's got 16 world titles. So you can oh. see where the, where, the, where the sort of thing goes. It's all like nicely pub related. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that, that was uh, how we got in touch in the first place, wasn't it? That you uh, you, you commented that we, we both have interests that started in the pub. That's it, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the best things that happened via drink. Mm-hmm. So what was it originally that got you interested in it? Except from the drink, by the way. So when I was a, a I was lucky enough that the World Championships was originally held in the village where I was brought up in a little village in Derbyshire called Fenny Bentley. And there was a pub there called the Bentley Brook. Um, and that's where it originally started. Well, it didn't originally start there back in the 70s, but it was there. It was held there when I was a kid. And I remember going up to it and thinking, bloody hell, this is 
you know, weird, um, but the great eccentricity of the British life and culture, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since then, I sort of thought, well, right, I'll have a, I'll have a go or a toe. And uh, once I got to the age, I played in the juniors once, and then I and then started to go into the adults competitions. And ever since then, just carried on, kept doing it. We were always the end goal to become a world champion. Now, the biggest thing for me is I'm not really very sporty. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if there's going to be something I've got to be good at, it's got to be this. So uh, that was the that was the main reason, really. Right. Now, if people listening at home, uh, this, this is not a joke. This is actually a real sport. You can look up Toe Wrestling. You can actually uh, look up Total Destruction, who uh, sometimes uses the, the fake name of Ben Woodroff. And I've read a couple of articles about you, Ben. You know, and you, you've, you've, been on, yeah. you've been on TV, haven't you? You've been on the radio quite a bit promoting the sport. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, last year, uh, funny enough, Dwayne The Rock Johnson called me out. And I said, right, well then, let's let's make a date. Give me a time, give me a place, and I'll I'll be there, and let's meet you on the podium. Um, unfortunately, wimped out. So, but you know, uh, if you're going to call somebody out, then you really should should have the uh, the balls to to sort of keep up with your words, shouldn't you? Yes, absolutely, absolutely, you should. So you said that the uh, championships are going to be held in August uh, this year again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, how are you, how are you expecting to get on this time? Being honest, the, to become a world champion, not many people can say that they've done that. Um, and now I, I've done that. You know, I've I've sort of ticked one box, and now next box is is to beat Alan's record. So right. I want to be eighteen times world champion. That's my goal. That's my goal now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's a good goal. It's, it most certainly is. Now, um, how, how popular would you say this sport is? I mean, are we going to be seeing it at the Olympics at any time soon? Funny you say that. So in 1995, we we, um, we tried to enter it into the Olympics, and unfortunately, right. the Olympic Committee couldn't decide whether it was a winter or a summer sport, so it got declined because they were arguing between themselves which one it should go into. So, and that's right. a true story. Which, which was which would be your preference? Um, winter, I think. I think so. I don't know why. I just, I just, I think it's just because because of the sweat and all that sort of thing. <laughs> Keeps you colder, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, total destruction. And Jimmy, if I may parlay over a wee minute. Jimmy, I think I was telling you this last week. Uh, a few shakers inboxed me because they heard that total destruction was uh, coming on the show. And I got two in all that I want to share with you. Is that okay, total destruction? Far away, right? First one was from a lady expat living in Italy who wishes to remain totally anonymous how does it feel wrapping wiggling jiggling twitching shimming fluttering waggling your toe around another toe and do you come up against toes that are filthy dirty and not pedicured yes um so (laughs) i i absolutely hate feet and i'll be honest with you my feet bloody rancid being honest but I, i switch that off so when it comes to the actual game and the sport I flick a switch and I forget about that and I crack on with the job in hand and that's winning. Mm-hmm. Um, You're in the zone there. There is some absolutely bloody horror. <laughs> yeah, you have to zone out and just forget about it. I've seen some massive toes uh, and I think, you know, I'm never going to beat them and they've been the easiest ones to beat. Um, the little ones are deceptive and I've just got a fat toe, being honest with you. So, um it, 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 all all, shit, all sizes, great and small, are all acceptable in toe wrestling. Well, if our uh, Italian lady listener is listening in, there you go. That's the answer. Uh, 
And Anne-Marie <laughs> yeah, Anne <laughs> is from Cork Hotel Destruction, uh, Ireland. Uh, if you happened, now just saying, if you happened to injure your toe in any way or form, would you call an ambulance or a tow truck? <laughs> so funny you say that tow truck is actually a wrestler's name and i don't really oh. want to call him so i don't think he'd be very handy um <laughs> he's a bit slow so i'll probably have to go for an ambulance on that one ray being honest <laughs> good skills <laughs> love it roaring and we'll just take a little break there for now wanted dead or alive shakers we are always on the lookout for guests who have anything interesting to promote. We are looking for people to sponsor our show. We're looking for people to write in, especially for the Lost in Translation section. But most of all, Shakers, you just want. And to Honzi, who this week is solving your problems. You're breaking my Dear Honzi, my daughter was unemployed after finishing college and took a means of employment that brought great shame on the family, even though we still love her. She's 28 and her mum and I are older than that. I'm currently serving 16 months at Berlini Prison for housebreaking and scatological criminal damage, but had been looking forward to her wedding when I get out. My daughter has a new job in an office now and has put all that behind her and has met a nice fiancé from a good family but her mother and I are scared that his family will find out about her past and force him to cancel the wedding. Should she tell her future in-laws that she used to work in the ticket office at Rangers Football Club? Malcolm in Shettleston. Dear Malcolm, I understand your concern. I did a little bit of research into this and found that probably your objection to her working for that football club is maybe less connected to her selling tickets, but more to bloody historical rivalries dating back from the 17th century that manifest themselves in Scottish football today. I understand this very well, as we have the same problem with the blacks in South Africa. But seriously, who cares? This is the 20th century, man. I also looked up scatological criminal damage and it appears that you broke into somebody's house and then crafted a fudge pop on their furniture. Man, you did a shit on his couch. Bloody hell, that's disgusting. How did you wipe your ass afterwards? Just make sure you're not wearing the same pants at the wedding, my friend. Oh, honey, if I get restless, oh, well, you're not that kind. <laughs> and I, I've, got a, I've got a question in here that I've been desperately trying to remember uh, all week, and I forgot to write it down, but um, Mark Johnson, who is um, a big friend of the uh, Black Milkshake Comedy podcast, has asked a very typical Mark Johnson question. He wants to know if you need more fast twitch muscles or short twitch muscles. So, wow. Okay, that's probably the most difficult question because I think um, you probably need both. Um, fast twitch if you're going to destroy somebody very quickly. Yep. Um, slow twitch for the endurance if you've got a big battle ahead of you. Now, toe wrestling, a lot of it actually comes from your core and it's not so much in your toe. So it's a lot down to what's in the middle of your body and therefore downwards. So you do need to have some air of fitness about you and mm. you do need to do certain training things and, and all that sort of thing. Um, but they're, they're sort of secret for me, uh, being honest, you to give me that upper edge. However, 
um, in answer to that, to that question, when it comes up to training, I ch- tend to do a try and do a couple of marathons in between, you know, try and keep myself nice and fit um, and healthy, get in the gym, you know, um, plenty of swimming uh, and all that, uh, all that great stuff. And whether you believe that or not is up to you. <laughs> so in terms, of, in terms of training routine, I mean, how often do you train? Because, it, you know, I can't imagine that it would be training doing full bouts all the time because, you, you know, you might well get injured and not be able to compete. Or what do you do? Right. So I have never, ever trained in my life to do this. I turn right. up on the day and I give it a go. All right. But Alan, Alan used to train and he used to do all sorts of weird and wonderful things. He had something called a toe stretcher. He um, he used to go on the bench and all sorts of lovely stuff. And obviously it was lovely to beat him knowing that I wasn't actually even going to compete last year because I badly broke my ankle. Uh, th- nearly three years ago now, um, which obviously jeopardised the whole toe wrestling thing. What he doesn't actually know is, is that I let him win on my broken ankle because I can't use it. Right. So actually, he won on that, but I let him win and I let everybody else win because I still can't use it. And I beat him both times on my right. So oh, and really? I've never, wow. never trained. I wasn't even going to compete. Yeah, but you know, total that that sounds. For example, you're you're a world champion. You don't yes. train. That's, yes. that's that sounds also hairy. I like to live life on the edge, Ray. <laughs> good lad, good. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. You keep no, it up. That, you keep it up. <laughs> no, that that's brilliant. Now, uh, when, when you go to your uh, when the tournament is held in in August, how many people are likely to be competing? Beauty of toe wrestling is, Jorma, is that people, no matter what you you know, whatever shape, size, um, you know, gender or whatever. You turn up off the street, and this is the beauty of this sport, is that you do not need to have any past knowledge, experience, or anything like that. You literally can be walking past the pub where it's held mm-hmm. and walk in, sign up, compete, and become a world champion. And that is why I believe that this is one of the most unique sports in the world, because there's no other sport that you can do that, where you could just any Tom, Dick, or Harry walk through the door, sign up, have a go, and, and walk out a world champion. I mean, they'd yeah. have to beat me first, obviously, which is very unlikely. But, you know, I, I try and give people some hope. Just out of curiosity, are you the only total destructor in the world? Just the one. There's only one me, mate. Good skills. Brilliant. Fabulous. Well, Ray, I'm not sure if I told you about this, but last oh, year, Ben actually uh, invited us and uh, Uncle Eamon to come along to the next. Mm-hmm. Where? Exactly. Now, you, uh, so, you might enjoy that, Ray. Would I? <laughs> Could you see yourself Would doing I? that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quite like my toes the way they are. Ben, no, way, no way. Ray. In a million years, that Ray would do that. He's such a hygiene freak. There's no way he'd touch toe <laughs> You better believe it, pal. <laughs> oh, God. No, Jimmy, on the other hand, on the other toe, Jimmy, you, 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 you're probably up for it. Well, yeah, I, I might possibly, but I, I, I think my sister's coming that weekend. Anything to get out of it, pal? Washing my hair. No, it'd be great to go and watch, though, wouldn't it? Uh, you've got two Nancy boys here, total. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've already beaten you, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can uh, smell the fear from all that way away. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, that's that's the odorita's not working. Um, but I, I think uh, I mean we we were having a a, a chat uh, Ben a, a few months ago, I think, and um, you were saying that sometimes because uh, you you've got quite a profile on uh, Twitter, soon to have a, a blue tick, I believe. But there are some misunderstandings at times, aren't there, about the nature of your um, yes hobby? Yeah, um, <laughs> you do get some weirdos. I think, uh, yeah, you find that's quite a, quite a predominant feature, um, shall we say, without the pun being intended there. Um, <laughs> and you just have to try and tend to, to, uh, to sort of play along with it a little bit and um, just give them a little bit of... Uh, Give them a little bit of what they need, if you will. Um, but, uh, you know, um, at the end of the day, um, it's all a bit of tongue-in-cheek, isn't it, really? Um, mm-hmm. Whatever floats your boat, that's that's where my comments is, really. On that. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it, it, it's possible that we have some people uh, listening who don't quite know what we're talking about. So, you like to explain, perhaps, what one of the oddest messages that you've got from somebody off Twitter Wow. Um, I know Alan's had quite a few um, of somebody called Luke McFeet. Um, I don't know if that's his real name or if that's just his alias. Um, but, uh, yeah, Luke McFeet is quite a fanboy for Alan. Um, mm. Sends him quite a few uh, pictures of his feet through the mail. Uh, I don't know how he's got his address, whether he's previously uh, visited Alan in other walks of life. But, uh, yes, um, he sort of, uh, yeah. He he likes he likes the 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 the, the Facebook uh, especially. Um, I would say there's another bloke called Colin. Um, he also is quite prominent in the uh, to, to to messaging, just asking how we're doing. Um, and I just reply back, "Hi, Colin," every time, and he just never responds back. And that and that's it really. So, <laughs> um, but you get the odd <laughs> the odd people here and there and. Yeah, look, it's it, it it it's part of it's part of the sport, I think, and but it's not part of the sport. But it's it's something that will attract that sort of thing in the sport. <laughs> so the it's the price of success, isn't it? That's it. That, that's what I was trying to say, John. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, actually, with the, the fetish thing, uh, Quentin Tarantino. I, I thought you'd talk about that. <laughs> no, but I mean, Shot. in a few of his movies, he has a serious major. Fetish man with feet, definitely. The one that I loved the most was uh, was was Salma Hayek, wasn't it? He uh, he he went right up there on stage and he got into those toes big time. Open the mouth, blah blah blah. What was the name of the movie by Tarantino? Something it was a vampire thing. I can't remember. Uh, anybody remember? I've just heard from. Um... I was going to say from my producer, yeah. but then I remembered that I'm the producer from my wife, uh, who's sitting opposite me. She said it's from Dark Till Dusk. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Anyway, that was it. I, I just had to get that out in the open. <laughs> back, to, back to reality. <laughs> reality. <laughs> What's the most unusual preparation technique for a tour wrestler? No, I suppose um, I, I, I probably forgot to mention earlier, but... Um, We've all got something, uh, every serious competitor has always done something to give them the competitive edge, um, if you will. And Alan's sort of um, things where he used something called a toe stretcher, which I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the purpose of that was was to sort of basically stretch and tear the ligaments in between the toes to make them um, sort of spread better, if you will. But also, 
um, he, he shaved his bum before <laughs> every competition <laughs> because he believed that the friction on the stage and the uh, stubble of his butt hair um, would give him more um, sort of more grip. Um, whether that's scientifically <laughs> correct, um, I doubt it very much. But, you know, again, it's whatever sort of uh, whatever mindset you have. I, on the mm. other hand, had both of my big toenails surgically removed mm. um, because um, I believed, well, I know for a fact that when I was competing, um, the nail was digging into the cushion of my toe right. uh, and causing me a few problems. So to give me that competitive edge about three years ago, I had them um, surgically removed uh, for the purpose of toe wrestling. Right. Okay. Wow. So, th- so they'll never grow back. No, 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 no. They've gone. Oh, wow. Great yeah. The, th- the the way that we suffer for our art. I- I'm trying to think really whether which one I would find the most terrific, having my big toe taken off or shaving my art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he did it. <laughs> Bloody big mirror. Yeah, I suppose he'd have to, really, wouldn't he? But yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I was going to say earlier on. I wonder how he got to the bottom of it. Hey. <laughs> 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 Sorry, not intended. That, that was cracking, Ray. <laughs> right. Um, should we go? Should we go and do Ginger Corner? Yeah, go on. Knock yourself out, Jimmy. Thing, yes, mate. Yeah. So this is the jingle coming up, and as soon as it finishes, going to start. This is a brilliant jingle. That's I wrote myself. Welcome to Ginger Corner. Ginger Corner welcomes you. Welcome to Ginger Corner. Ginger Corner welcomes you. There we go. Welcome to Ginger Corner. Now, many of you know that the Dr. Brutus Himmler Institute in Beltsville, Maryland, likes to keep a paternal eye on Ray from time to time to monitor his criminal, hypersexual and ginger instincts. Now, last time Ray was quizzed on ginger issues, he didn't do too well. And Dr. Himmler expressed some concern and expressed that Ray may have to undergo CPT. That is cattle prod therapy. But Ray's been doing his homework, I think, and uh, he may be ready to reset the ginger test to see if he can truly claim to be a proud red and avoid that nasty cattle prod. But this month, he's going to be getting a bit of help from Total Destruction, who qualifies as a ginger on the beard rule. Um, are you ready, Ray? Yeah, I'm ready. Knock yourself ready, out, pal. Go on, go for it. Yeah, boom, ready. Okay. Right, question number one. There are no gingers native to Southeast Asia. Is that true or false? Southeast Asia. I reckon that. I'm going to go for true. What about you, Total? I'd say the same, right? Yeah, true. Okay, you're going for true there. Okay. Question number two. What was ex-Prince Harry's real (laughs) brother's name? Was it A, Kingly type Charles Windsor? B, Phil Mitchell of EastEnders? C, Donald Trump? D, Liza Minnelli, or E, there's no evidence that any of those people fathered the little oil. <laughs> uh, Total, as you're our guest, I'm going to let you go first. I just think, uh, I think just go for Trump. Uh, I'm just going to say Trump. Okay, you're going to say Trump. Yeah, I'm just go going, for Trump. I'm going to go for the last one. 
Okay, there's no evidence that any of these people fathered the little oik. Okay, Ray, it is your call. You can choose to take Ben's advice or you can um, you can override him. <laughs> I'm going to override him. Right. <laughs> okay, so you're, you're going for no evidence of either. Okay. Now, question number three. Who would you most like to do some nudie igloo cuddling with on a long Arctic night? A, the seriously decomposed body of redhead author and famous American Mark Twain. B, ginger serial killer Jerry Lee Johns. C, a hungry Siberian tiger. Or D, former cream and currently dead drummer Ginger Baker. I'm going to go for D. D. I'd, D. I'd say that as well, right? <laughs> ben, are you, are you okay with Ginger Baker? Yeah, I'll go D. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, number four. Um, how did Royal Saucepot Sarah Ferguson meet her ex-husband, the alleged paedophile Andrew? Was it A, on Craigslist, B, at a polo tournament, C, in Tesco, or D, at a naked spaghetti mud wrestling function in Wales? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you was the last one. I'm going to go the last one as well. <laughs> You got me to a total. <laughs> okay. Oh, brilliant. Five. Gingers were often employed as mercenary soldiers or spies in feudal times in Ireland. True or false? I would absolutely agree with that. I think so, yeah. What about you, total? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Um, so question number six. Which of the following animals are not ginger? Uh, a, orangutan. B, a fox, C, Chewbacca of Star Wars, or D, the lesser panda? Jesus Christ, sweet Mary, mother of God. Um, I'd say D, Ray. I am. Uh, I was thinking that as well, but we could be wrong. It's Chewbacca, right? <laughs> Chewbacca, yeah, but you know, inside it. <laughs> <laughs> inside all that Chewbacca. <laughs> um, okay, let's go for D, yeah? You're going for D, the lesser panda. Okay. Question seven. And this is the last question. If you were the gingerbread man, if you were the gingerbread man, who would you most like to be captured by while running away? A, gingerbread fetish baker Fruity Bun from the Viz comic. B, a flock of hungry seagulls. C, a tribe of Amazonian headhunters. Or D, your neighbor, Mrs. O'Leary, who wears the lacy brass, right? Oh, I'm going back, I'm back to Mrs. Mrs. O'Leary, my woman. <laughs> I've, I've, you've got to consult Ben on this one. Yeah, okay. Uh, go, go with Ray. Ray's happy. I'm happy. Okay, so let me top these up. I'll go through the answers. Uh, there are no gingers native to Southeast Asia. That is indeed true. I think you got that one right. Yeah, um, Number two, there's no evidence that any of those people fathered Prince Harry, that is also true. Yes, um, it is. The one that you wanted to do nudie igloo cuddling with, rather disturbingly, is the former drummer in Cream, Ginger Baker. I think you correctly said that uh, Sarah Ferguson and uh, Andrew met at a naked spaghetti mud wrestling function in <laughs> Wales. Well done, lads. Um, number five. Gingers were indeed employed as mercenaries or spies in Feudal Island. Well done. So you're doing well on this one. But number yeah. six, this was a bit of a trick question. Because, of course, the orangutan is a well-known ginger and so yeah. is the fox. But the lesser panda's other name is the red panda. And, Jeez. of course, 
Chewbacca isn't an animal. He's a fictitious character of a sci-fi film. Bollocks. I was going to say that as well. Well, <laughs> shoulda, shoulda, woulda. That's the thing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Devin, you chose Mrs. O'Leary. So let me tot up the results that we have here. Okay. It appears from your results, according to Dr. Brutus Himlet, that you are a fully-fledged and reformed redhead ray, with the help of Ben, who has earned the right to say, say it loud, say it proud, I'm ginger and I'm proud. However, Dr. Himmler still has some concerns about this unhealthy interest in Mrs. O'Leary and her naughty lingerie. <laughs> Thank you ever so much. Total destruction. You've been a wonderful guest. No worries. All the best and Take best care, of guys. luck in August. Okay, keep in touch. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good luck, Total. Black Milkshake, best posts of the week. Black Milkshake, post of the week, comes in from Anne Fallon in Scotland. Hi, Anne. Jimmy, lovely little story here, okay. pal. You're going to love it. A young Irish man called Patrick wanted to buy a present for his new girlfriend. They hadn't been seeing each other for very long. She lived in Donegal. He lived in Kerry. Good old Patrick consulted with his sister and decided, after careful consideration, a pair of good quality gloves would strike the note. Off to Marks and Spencer's they went. They selected a dainty pair of fur-lined quality leather gloves. Meanwhile, also at the same time, his sister bought a pair of sexy knickers for herself. <laughs> Marks and Spencers had a free gift wrap offer, but the assistant mixed up the two items. The sister got the gloves, and Patrick unknowingly got the knickers. Good old Pat sent off his gift wrap present in a parcel with the following letter. Dear Maggie, I chose these because I've noticed that you're not wearing any when we go out in the evenings. <laughs> if it hadn't been for my sister, I would have chosen the long one with the buttons. But she wears shorter ones, which are easier to remove. These are a very delicate shade, but the lady I bought them from showed me a pair that she had been wearing for the past three weeks, and I swear to God, I hardly noticed any marks. I had her try yours on for me, and she looked really great in them, even though they were a little bit tight on her. I wish I was there to put them on for you the very, very first time, as no doubt many hands will touch them before I even have a chance to see you again. Just imagine how many times my lips will kiss them during the coming year. I hope you will wear them for me on our next date. All my love, Patrick. P.S. My mum tells me that the latest style is to wear them folded down with a little bit of fur showing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks very much, Shakers. Thanks to our special guest, Total Destruction, James Joyce Irish Pub, and Uncle Eamon McAndrew. And remember, if you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, please join our Facebook page, Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast, or write us a five-star review on Spotify. See you next week. Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast was presented by Ray Mack and Yormer Kierko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Black Milkshake 2023.